0: Welcome to MLB Extras, the Seattle Mariners edition. Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. I am Allison Footer, and I'm here with Greg Johns. And, oh, my goodness, do we have things to talk about with the Mariners, which has been the running theme the entire offseason. It has definitely not been boring. Um, Lots of really good news coming out of Mariners camp recently, though, Greg. But let's first start with our New Year's theme, which are New Year's resolutions. So if you had to pick a resolution the Mariners would make right now what would that be
1: yeah I mean I think it's pretty obvious with with what DePoto has done from from the start of this offseason their resolution for 2019 is is to really get that young core position for the future and that's really what this whole this whole season is going to be about you know they're going to go out there every game and try to win that game but the big picture for them is is really focused on a, a year ahead you know 2020 2021 and and having that young group ready then and, and every move they've made this winter has been put, put, pointed that way. And I think this season is going to be fascinating to, to watch that young group and, the, and those young guys as they come up. And, and uh, we see what the JP Crawfords and, and Malik Smiths and, and uh, uh, justice Sheffield when he comes up and, and Justin Dunn these young pitchers they've acquired, you know, how they fit in, where they're going to go. And, and just signed Usay uh, Yusei Kikuchi as part of that long-term plan, a, uh, 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 that, to me, is what 2019 is going to be about, where they're going in the future.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to Kikuchi. That was uh, quite a press conference that we watched. Um, you say Kikuchi. I don't know that anybody really knew that he was going to walk into their room and and speak uh, very advanced English, which they had an interpreter there. They had Scott Boris there. They had Scott Service and DePoto. Uh, uh, um, but uh, certainly hearing him uh, want to do this press conference in English was extremely impressive. Um, and, and he mentioned that he has, it's been a dream of his to play in the big leagues for most of his life. So let's hear what he had to say when he addressed the media on Thursday in Seattle. Bringing in the big league has been a dream of mine since I was 15 years old. Thank you, Save for letting me go on and dream my dream. Minus ownership and Mr. DiPoto and Mr. Savis thank you for my thank you for this new journey, and to my new teammates, I can't wait to meet you guys soon. All right, Greg. So um, I, I can't express enough um, how impressive that is. That when he decided <laughs> that he, I mean, he decided when he was about 15 years old, he's going to pitch in the big leagues. And he started studying English um, to make that he was well-prepared for that when that day did come. So um, that was pretty cool hearing him him answer the questions in English.
1: It was cool, Allison. You know, I've dealt with a number of Japanese players in the major leagues, and, you know, from Ichiro on down, you know, they've all used interpreters. Uh, You know, Ichiro's 45 years old now and still uses an interpreter. Uh, He's been in the United States for a long time, but he is most comfortable when he's doing media stuff to have an interpreter so that, uh, you know, that he's – Knows that his message is being conveyed the best he can, and that's that's Ichiro's way. And, and that was the same with the Sashi and uh, Munenori Kawasaki, and, and and every the long list of Mariners Japanese players that I've dealt with. And, and uh, Kikuchi came out yesterday, and and I I was told that he was going to say something in English, so I expected that we would hear a sentence or two, you know, and, and then he would go into the the. You know normal using an interpreter but instead he fielded questions in english and uh and answered them in english uh, he, he at the end of the press conference did some japanese stuff that he, that with japanese media that he was obviously more comfortable in his his own language and his answers were a little uh, more extensive but he was very capable of, of conducting an interview in english so good to see for a guy that that uh in his first step with the in the, in, in the U.S. Was, was comfortable enough to do that, and it speaks volumes, I guess, to how prepared he is for this opportunity in Major League Baseball. As he said, this is part of his dream, and part of his dream was being able to communicate, as he said, directly from his heart to the fans in, in the United States in English, and that, that was his goal, and, that, and he's obviously done enough to be comfortable enough to even start there from day one.
0: Yeah. So there, uh, some of the uh, more minute details, um, his tie matched the Mariners colors. Um, he, yeah, I just loved everything about this guy, uh, his quote about Ichiro. So um, he said that he has not met Ichiro yet, but he is looking forward to it. And, uh, and his, well, your tweet um, spelled it out perfectly Kikuchi said, uh, Mr. Ichiro is a person in the sky, a legend. And that quote obviously went very far. So, uh, that was, I, I guess, pretty cool to hear him talk about that. And are you surprised at all that they haven't met <laughs> it,
1: a, a little bit? Uh, but the, one of the fascinating parts of the story was the first baseball game, first professional baseball game Kikuchi ever went to in Japan, uh, was to see Ichiro, uh, in Ichiro's last year in Japan playing for the Oryx Blue Wave. So when he was a teenager, he went to, <laughs> went to a pro game and, and, and saw Ichiro play. And obviously the, every Japanese kid that wants to play baseball has followed Ichiro. And that was, uh, you know, his kind of one of his boyhood idols. Uh, they never crossed paths in person, pretty big age difference, obviously. Uh, and his, Highlight of yesterday as he signed with the Mariners was was to meet Ichiro after that signing. Ichiro was in town for the holidays, uh, been training in Japan, but came over to Seattle for the holidays and and came to the park to meet uh, to meet him. And I, I think it's funny, Allison, that he called that Kikuchi called him Mister Ichiro every time he referred to him the uh, the difference to uh, to his elder there. And uh, yeah, it was fascinating that, that I, I don't even know if he really exists. You know, he's the he's the the man in the sky and. Uh, that, that kind of the, how big he shows and the, kind of that mythological figure that he is, you know, for Kikuchi and, and how fascinating he was to actually meet him in person. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool to see all that play out.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's going to wear number 18. He says it's a special number for pitchers in Japan. Um, and he wanted to wear that number to follow in their footsteps. He did acknowledge that the success of Japanese players with the Mariners did factor into his decision. Um, so, there's going to be an interesting dynamic coming up here with the innings management. Um, and to make sure that he is going to be able to adapt to the major league schedule uh, very methodically. And they're going to uh, do some interesting things. So what, what's going to be the plan loosely in 2019 for Kikuchi?
1: Yeah, that, that also is a big part of why uh, he and agent Scott Boris found Seattle to be a good fit. Uh, you know, he is, it's Boris very, very uh, involved in, in protecting players, want to make sure guys are healthy. For the long term, uh, and has looked at A lot of the history of, of Japanese pitchers come over and run into arm trouble, uh, especially guys that, that come over at a relatively young age. As Kikuchi is at twenty seven, that, that they jump from Japan, where pitchers typically pitch once a week to coming into the five, you know, the five rotation. A lot of guys have trouble with that over the longer term, and they have worked with uh, Jerry DePoto to plan, particularly the first year where about every fifth or sixth start, Kikuchi will only throw an inning. He'll basically come out throw an inning, he'll go through his normal routine, come out, throw an inning, and call it good. You know, it'll, it'll be a way to limit his workload over the course of the season, but keep him in rotation through the whole season uh, and getting used to pitching every fifth day, but, but having some ease on that, the burden of, of, of you know, pitching them, at, trying to get him up to 200 innings or so, they, they envision something more like 160 or so that first year. So, you know, that's the plan. It fits well with the Mariners uh, who are not looking to come out and, and, and really contend this year. It's, as we talked about, a building here for them, uh, kind of get that core nucleus going forward for the future. And and so they're not worried, you know, pitching deep into September, trying to win games and win a pennant necessarily. They're, they're looking to, to build him with that new core that they've got. So kind of an interesting fit. And both sides seem to think that was a good idea. And uh, as Scott Service said, it's going to take a lot of discipline as the manager to stick with it. When you've you got to get on a role, you want to pitch him, uh, but he, he's firm that this is the right plan. And, and they see it as a, a long term plan and not just something to come out and try to win every game of, of 2019.
0: So his contract is an interesting one. And because at first uh, at first glance, you think, well, my gosh, like they just broke so much of this down um you know why would he enter why would he come into um you know pick this team if he wants to win right away uh but he's going to be around for a while and then it's kind of up to him for the end so w- can you spell out the terms of his contract
1: yeah it is a, a different kind of deal it's a it, it's basically three years guaranteed uh and then the fourth year uh is, is when both the club and kikuchi will have chances to make decisions the if, if things are going well and the Mariners want to extend them at that point, they have the first option and they can extend it for another four years at that point, the first three years at 43 million and uh, they have the option at that point of adding another four at 66 million, which would make it a, a seven year, 109 total if they do that. Uh, if they opt not to do that and they decide that, that uh, you know, Kikuchi is not maybe what they expected or his health hasn't been whatever. he the one-year extension at that point one-year option for another 13 million which would basically turn it into a four-year deal so he can guarantee himself that he'll be here four years if he wants uh or he can decline that at that point and become a free agent uh so a lot of different moving parts there after the third year and we'll see how that plays out a lot of it obviously gives the Mariners protection uh if he's not the, the big time stud that they they hope um also gives them some protection if he turns out to be an elite pitcher. They, they basically get a pretty good deal if, if they can turn him into a seven-year guy, um, about $15 million a year if he turns out to be a, a top-end starter. So, uh, And Kikuchi has some flexibility there as well. So uh, both sides seem to think it's a, a good deal, and we'll see how it plays out.
0: Well, this um, opening series in Japan next year is getting more and more interesting by the day. Um, so, of course, the... A's are opening the season in March at Tokyo Dome in, in, in 2019, which I guess is just uh, a couple months away. Um, and so it, it appears that Ichiro will be given an opportunity to make this roster for those two games. I don't know that he's planning to retire, but we will continue to wait for an announcement there. And now we've got Kikuchi, who I would assume would be pitching over there. Um, and uh, and so that's that's very uh, cool. It's a feather in the cap for the Mariners. It certainly is going to be a big deal for the Japanese fans. I would anticipate that this is going to be uh, something to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, the, the Ichiro story, it, it kind of flies in the face of, hey, we're going to get young and rebuild when you got a 45-year-old. Uh, you're going to be rolling out there? But uh, – the- <laughs> The the deference and the respect they have for that that Jerry Depoto has has essentially told him that uh, uh, you're going to get every chance to play this spring. uh, Show us what you can do, and we expect you to be part of the 28-man roster that can play in Japan. You get three extra roster spots for those first two games in Japan, which enables them to to keep a guy like Ichiro and, and and bring him and play him if he's healthy so they're going to see if he's healthy if he is i expect him to to get a little time over there in japan for sure and uh it'll be fascinating at that point i think you're right i think Ichiro has every intention of being good enough to stay on the roster and i think the marriage point are probably going to say hey we got a lot of young guys we're building around and and uh you know we'd like you to stay with us in whatever role but they're not going to call that in advance they're not going to predetermine the outcome they're going to see how he plays and as Topoto said uh, yesterday I mean if if Ichiro gets seven hits in the first two games in Tokyo there's a pretty good chance that he'd probably play another game after that so you know they're going to let him determine the course of things and uh, at 45 it's a pretty big challenge for anybody playing Major League Baseball but if anybody can do it I think it's Ichiro and uh, certainly the uh, the presence of he and Kikuchi in Tokyo will be uh, just further add to the buzz of that opening series
0: yeah. So in in Tokyo, well, in all Japanese baseball, um, it's 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 customary for the crowd. They every batter pretty much has his own song. It's not just a chant, but it's really a song. And the uh, outfield. Unison. Well, it's different sides. Like you got the home team, the 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 group that's rooting for the home team, the the group that's rooting for the visiting team, and they sing their songs. Uh, And I was asking a Japanese reporter recently what happens when the A's and the Mariners are there, and she said basically there's not going to be any singing because it's not really Japanese teams that are playing each other. But I would imagine that Ichiro has his own song, and I would imagine that entire stadium is going to be singing when he's hitting. Hey, oh my goodness, that would be very.
1: Allison, I went in 2012 when the Mariners went over uh, and Ichiro was was uh, on the team then. And not only did they sing, uh, I'll never forget, uh, there was a huge uh, uh, billboard out in the left center wall with Ichiro's face on it uh, and it's some advertising as part of the Tokyo Dome. So here you he had a player who was playing on one team and, and his, his image was bigger than <laughs> <laughs> on On the stadium wall, and, and I remember we went in. We checked into the hotel, in Tokyo, and I'm walking down the down the corridor, and there's a a, a gift shop and a big poster of Ichiro and the selling cologne or something. And the, in the van. I thought, okay, this guy is big over here. This this is this this is something, and, and he was you know he is bigger than life over there. And that was uh, you know six seven years ago. Uh, certainly, he he's remained a huge part of of Japanese baseball and uh, the history of of Major League Baseball in Japan. So it's going to be fascinating to kind of see him. I think probably what's going to be his his swan song if it all plays out perfectly. Uh, If he can close out his career in Tokyo, that would be quite a story.
0: Yeah, you know, that's that's funny. That the reason I was laughing is because I was just in Japan covering that all-star series and there that billboard is still up in the stadium because I just kept looking <laughs> that it's a very large picture of Ichiro. And when you get to the uh, when you get to the airport of Tokyo, there is a gigantic mural of uh, Shohei Otani. It's like, oh hey, Shohei <laughs> can really miss it. So uh, you definitely know where you are when you when you land in Tokyo. So very cool. Well, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a fascinating um, thing to watch, and I'm very envious that you'll be there first to see it. So, Greg, thank you so much. Uh, keep at it. I'm sure that you will, we will have much more to talk about next week. Thanks to everybody for uh, listening to MLB Extras, the Seattle Mariners edition, and we'll talk to you next week.